Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Just a few days before Slovakia's national election last fall, there was a mysterious voice recording that began appearing across the internet. And it was a lie. It was a manipulated file made to sound like Michael Semeka, who was the leader of the Progressive Slovakia Party, and it seemed to be discussing buying votes with a local journalist. The problem is that the conversation never happened. The file was later debunked as a deep fake hoax. On election day, though, Semeka lost to the pro-Kremlin populist candidate Robert Fico in a tight race, and a great many people think that that file may well have made the difference. Just in these last few days, voters in New Hampshire began receiving a phone call from U.S. President Joe Biden, and it told them to skip the primary vote on January 23rd and to save their efforts for the general election. Except it wasn't Joe Biden calling them. It was a computer-generated voice mimicking the voice of the president. And there, it's unknown how many might have been fooled. Some of you might have seen pop-up ads on the websites that you're browsing on your phone or on your computer in the last little bit. And it's an ad from the government of Canada. And in the ad, we see a woman who's staring down at her phone screen with one eyebrow raised. And the caption on the ad says, unsure if something you see online is true, compare before you share. Of course, doesn't say compare to what, but at least there's an effort being made. By one estimate from one computer scientist, there are approximately 328 million terabytes of data created every single day. Every single day. That is a lot of data. We send 350 million or more emails to each other every single day. But then who's counting? The internet is awash with words and pictures and videos, so much being created all the time that it is impossible to keep track. And not all of those words or pictures or videos are true. Not all of them are real. But do we listen anyway? Now, our Old Testament reading for today is usually the reading that comes with Transfiguration Sunday in just a few weeks. And obviously that makes sense because on Transfiguration, we have Jesus meeting up with Moses and Elijah on the mountaintop as Peter and James and John watch on. And we hear the voice of the Father once again saying what he said through Moses. This is my beloved son, listen to him. Now, the reason why God gives this promise through Moses is because the last time God spoke to the people directly, it was on top of Sinai, on top of Horeb, and he came with a thundercloud and lightning, and it was terrifying. The people were scared out of their wits, and it was the people of God themselves who said, don't ever speak to us that way again. Too scary which is what led the Lord to promise through Moses that the next time he comes to speak to the people, it will be as someone just like them. God will raise up for you a prophet, Moses says, like me, with hair, with eyes, with mouth, with hands, with feet, 
But I will be the one speaking. It will be my words that will be in his mouth. So that would match up quite nicely, to a certain extent, with what we hear in our gospel reading for today. Except that, do you notice who it is who's doing the listening in the gospel? It's not the people of God. It's not the disciples. It's the demons. It's one demon in particular, and that demon is listening very closely. What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Now, the demons, interestingly enough, are about the only ones who do listen carefully to Jesus in the Gospel of Mark. That's one of the unique features of this Gospel to which we are focusing our attention this year. But believe me, the demons listen. They are compelled to listen. Because when Jesus speaks to them and says, be silent, come out, there is no argument. They do. Now, why be silent? It seems weird, all of this mismatch of God speaking through Moses and then saying he's going to send somebody who's going to speak. And then when that person actually comes, Jesus of Nazareth, the first thing he says is, shut up. How do you put all of that together? Well, part of what the prophet is going to have to do is not just speak so that we listen, but get the demons to be quiet. Why? Because it is Satan and the demons' province of telling lies. One cannot easily discern when what we're hearing is the truth or the lie because the devil continues, as Peter writes, to roam around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Not devour literally with teeth like eat, but think of him as an earworm, wheeling your way into your brain through your ears and taking residence in your head. Jesus gives this powerful description of Satan in the middle of John's gospel, if I can pull in another gospel for a minute. In John chapter 8, Jesus says, the devil was a murderer from the beginning. He does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. And when he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. A murderer from the beginning, what is Jesus referring to? Surely he's referring to the serpent who appears in the garden to Eve. And the serpent, back in Genesis chapter 3, says to the woman, Did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? But the serpent said to the woman after she answered, No, there's some wiggle room here. Well, you will not surely die if you eat the fruit. God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Truth and lie all mixed up together such that it really doesn't matter that there's any truth in what the serpent says at all. It's like taking one little grain of salt and dropping it into your glass of water. It's now salt water. You can't say, well, I'm just going to drink the part that's fresh. One little bit of lie can make all the stuff that's good turn evil. Now, in case you're wondering, this Satan that Jesus talks about in John and this serpent in the garden, are they the same? Well, the Lord connects the dots for us in the very last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, where John says, And I saw the great dragon 
being thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan. Ding! The deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. Now the problem that is being addressed today by Jesus is that the devil is still speaking. The devil still speaks today and boy, he has a whole new playground to use that he never had before. You see, the devil is the master of misinformation, of disinformation, of hoaxes, of AI fakes and spin. Anything that can turn us against God and turn us against each other. Because once our focus is on God and each other, who are we not paying attention to? To him. And he can hide himself, even as he is the real puppet master and the real enemy of the human race. To whom do you listen? That's the question, right, today that God is asking through Moses, that God is asking in this encounter between the demon and Jesus. Whom do you truly open your ears to? Now, I am the called minister of Christ here, and so it is my obligation to speak Jesus and him crucified for your sins to you. And I do that in 15 to 20 minutes, roughly, from this place every Sunday. And a few more minutes talking about the catechism. And then an hour on Wednesday evening, if you come to Bible study, which many of you do, but not everybody does, and maybe a few extra minutes if you read my Midweek with Christ. How many hours of podcasts do we listen to? Hours of newscasts, websites that we peruse, articles that we read, YouTube videos, TikTok videos. Is Jesus competing with all of them? I am here to speak Jesus to you. I am here to speak to you the words of the one who said, listen to me and I will give you life. And as we go through the next few months, we will hear Jesus speak to us through Mark's gospel. Jesus will say to you, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Jesus will say to you, who are my mother and my brothers? Those are my mother and my brothers who do the will of God. Not only mother and brother, but sister as well. Jesus will say to you, there is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. What comes out of a person from within, from out of the heart of man, are evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. Calling the crowd to him with his disciples, which means calling you, Jesus will say, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. Are you listening to the one who is the person that Moses prophesied of. Jesus will not 
just be having the disciples listen to him. He will continue speaking to Satan. He will continue addressing the ultimate deception and deceiver of the human race. Because ultimately, Jesus knows, unless the deceiver is bound, there is no hope for us. We will continue to be sucked in by lie after lie, hoax after hoax, deep fake after deep fake. And so in Mark chapter 3, Jesus will speak to you one other word. If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but is coming to an end. No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. Then, indeed, he may plunder his house. Jesus will make Satan listen to him. Be silent and come out. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. And while we hear that word is being addressed primarily to us, we will find that in Mark's gospel, it's addressed to the whole cosmos including the forces of evil, who will be compelled not only to listen, but to obey the one who will redeem you and I from our sins and open to us the gates of heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.